Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just because you're not paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. I'm, and certainly following the events right now in Eastern Europe is... Uh, the source of considerable paranoia, especially for folks in Ukraine uh, who cannot, did not get out. Now the question, is Russia coming in? 130,000 troops poised on the border. In fact, they're pretty much almost surrounded. And the question is, are they going in this week? Some experts say as early as Wednesday, uh, artillery shelling, bombing might begin, followed by a partial occupation or maybe a total occupation of Ukraine, trying to figure out what is the end game, and uh, couldn't help but notice some interesting things uh, from Harry Kazianis. He's senior director at the Center for the National Interest, which is a Washington D.C.-based think tank founded by President Richard Nixon. Uh, Harry, joining us right now, Mr. Kazianis, welcome. Hey, good to be with you. Thank you. You write something uh, that made me do a double take. You said um, President Putin has all the weapons and soldiers needed right now to not only successfully invade at least 50 percent of Ukraine and conquer it, but perhaps more important, he has in place the ability to turn Ukraine into a failed nation. And that might be his actual goal in the first place. Can you expand on that? And what led you to that conclusion? Well, sure. I mean, actually, it's Putin's own words that kind of led me there. Putin, for the longest time, has made a lot of statements, but things to the effect that Ukraine isn't a real country, that, you know, Russia's actually true birthplace was in Ukraine, that both countries are, are really joined at the hip through history and culture. And that makes a lot of sense. But the thing that Putin is most afraid of is in, you know, five or 10 years from now, that Ukraine will be a vibrant democracy, really isn't right now. You know, it'll have a stronger economy, maybe one that's they're not as strong as Russia's, but certainly up there and, and a threat to Russia overall. So I think what Putin basically wants to do here is not to necessarily invade the country, not just, you know, take it over or something like that. But what I think his goal is, is, is to damage its military, damage its economy to such an extent that the European Union would never grant membership, that NATO would never grant membership, to essentially turn it into a state that's essentially dependent on Russia. And I think looking at all of Putin's options, that, I think, is his best goal, to be honest with you. Interesting. But isn't this what's happening right now uh, with all the saber rattling? Isn't this strengthening NATO? NATO was in a bit of disarray for, for the longest time. Now you have some Scandinavian countries that are very interested in joining NATO. Isn't this strengthening the NATO pact? 
Well, this is where I think Putin miscalculated. I think what, what Vladimir Putin thought was that Joe Biden would back down that because of what happened in Afghanistan and, you know, the way we withdrew. I mean, you know, you could you could sort of reason that on either side of the spectrum. But I think Putin saw Joe Biden as essentially being a weak and incompetent president. And he thought this would be my chance to really get a pledge from Ukraine to never join NATO and never join the European Union. And I think Putin really thought that he would be able to get that sort of promise out of the Ukrainians or maybe have essentially Joe Biden give it by fiat or something like that. But Putin now really is, is, is in a pickle here. I mean, if you look actually in the spring of last year, Putin did something very similar. He brought in about 68,000 troops in the Ukrainian border, saber-rattled, didn't get much out of that. But this time now he's up the ante by essentially doubling the amount of troops on the border and bringing in all his best air defense equipment, tanks, heavy machinery, um, all different types of missiles. So he's really sort of doubled down on this strategy. As, as sir, you pointed out, I mean, basically now NATO is revitalized. and You've got countries like Finland and others who we never thought would want to join NATO are, are now actually considering it. Hmm. Do you think it's the bluff of the century uh, to exert maximum pressure, or do you think there will, in fact, be an invasion? I think Putin would be extremely foolish to invade. I do think this is a bluff. The reason I say that is because if you look at all of Russia's statistics, Russia is a nation that is in decline. Its demographics are terrible. It's actually lost population for almost the last 20 years. Its quality of life is terrible. Uh, there's an epidemic of alcoholism and, and drug abuse within Russia that makes a lot of our drug abuse problems in the United States actually look a, a lot less than what we would think. Um, Russia's economy is actually smaller than South Korea. Uh, so Russia has a wow. lot of problems. And I, I think for Putin, this is a way to, to try to get the Russian people sort of out of this mindset that they're in decline, that you know maybe they could sort of get back some of those vestiges of being like the Soviet Union all over again. But for Putin, again, I think this is a miscalculation because he expected Joe Biden to back down. And now I think Putin either has to find a way out or damage Ukraine enough in some sort of maybe mid-level military incursion, if you will, not a full invasion, where they're damaged enough and he can take the sanctions maybe for a few years to make it worth his while. So this is what I think Putin is sort of thinking in the Kremlin right now. Hmm. Again, we're talking with Harry Kazianis, a senior director at the Center for the National Interest, a Washington, D.C.-based think tank. And I'm fascinated by, by your analysis of this. And I'm, I'm just curious. We hear so much about sanctions. And obviously, Ukraine not being a member of NATO, there will not be U.S. forces on the ground in Ukraine However, we have forces on the ground nearby in Poland and Romania and all the other NATO countries. But what what possible economic sanctions could cause Putin to hesitate and say, yeah, maybe I don't want them taking my my property, my real estate in London? Is there anything economically that would cause Putin pause? Well, there's one. It's, it's, it's actually a one word acronym called SWIFT. So anybody who's done any international banking or done international wire transfers knows what this is. It's essentially a code that you have to enter in to get your, your money transfer, if you will. And really right. what it is, to make a very long story short, it's an international clearinghouse where currencies are traded back and forth in, in, in U.S. dollars usually. And it, one, the theory is, is that we could threaten Putin by saying we will kick you out of this international monetary system of using SWIFT. And essentially Russian rubles would not be able to convert it over into dollars. 
that would be a huge economic blow to Putin, considering oil is traded in dollars. And of course, Vladimir Putin's whole economy is based on oil. So for him, that is actually a mortal threat. He's actually said in the past, or his ministers rather, that that would be the akin to a declaration of war against Russia. I think that would be something that would really get his attention. And there's a lot of other minor things we could do, you know, banning him from getting certain microchips from the United States. He could go to China and get those. And he could really bolster his quasi-alliance with China if, if we hit him with some, you know, moderate level sanctions. But if you target him with SWIFT, I guarantee you will get his attention. What about, I guess, what keeps me up at night? Cyber war? And could could some sort of a miscalculation expand beyond Ukraine into NATO territory, into Eastern Europe, where suddenly, you know, a, a series of bad decisions or mistakes and this thing spirals. Is that a possibility or you think remote? Oh, no, it's 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 not impossible. I mean, think of it this way. All NATO countries are pledged to defend each other through Article five, which is what the thing that is always talked about in the media. An attack on one is an attack on all, so to speak. Well, imagine a scenario where an errant Russian missile that was aimed at Ukraine has, let's say, a guidance missile failure and it crash lands in Poland. God forbid somebody dies. Technically, that could be an Article 5 violation, and that could mean NATO is at war with Russia. Now, that's taking it to the most extreme measure that you could. But there's a lot of different possibilities where an, an accidental missile launch, uh, a Russian fighter gets too close to a U.S. fighter, maybe in the Baltics at this time. There's a lot of interactions that happen almost on a daily or weekly basis where U.S. and Russian forces are very close to one another. They just don't get in the headlines that much. And all it would take would be, you know, two fighter jets getting too close, crash landing, accidental missile. I mean, there, there's countless ways where there are pathways to war. And Ukraine could be that spark, and that's what makes this so dangerous. Because remember, Russia and the United States are nuclear-armed nations. What is your confidence level that this is a bluff on a scale of 0 to 100? Are you like 70% that Putin's bluffing? I would say I'm a good 8.5 on the bluff, to be honest with you. Wow. But I think, and I, the, reason, the reason I think that is because something very telling came out today. Vladimir Putin had a very scripted meeting with his foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov. And Putin said to Lavrov, you know, what do you think that of the possibility of some sort of diplomatic solution? Should we continue talking to the West? And Sergei Lavrov said in a very scripted way, I don't think our diplomatic options have been exhausted yet. So for those who are thinking, oh, my God, I'm listening to the press reports, Russia's going to evade on Wednesday. I don't think so. Plus, you have the German chancellor actually coming, I think, to, to, to Moscow on Wednesday or Thursday. I think the date has been sort of locked down yet. So I think we still have a little bit of time to avert a crisis here. But I think the thing is, is just like anything in, in diplomacy or politics, you have to give both sides an out where, they, where they're able to save face. And that's the right. trick in this situation. Right. Some sort of off-ramp. Man, I hope you're right. Harry Kazianis, uh, Senior Director, Center for the National Interest. Thank you for joining us on CCO today. Much appreciated. Thank you. No problem. You bet. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.